on the seventh day, God created the right man and said, go forth with your full head of hair, my son. So church on a Sunday, as Righty will be preaching the good word of football any given Monday. We're recording. How are we, boys? Hey. Good, good, good. We're back again for the magic. Is that working? Uh, checking now, mate. Let's see if we're going out live to the Facebook world. At the moment, no. No? No. Can't see it anywhere. Huh. Where'd you go? Did you go on your Facebook or on any given Monday's page? Any or? given Monday, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, well, we're having some minor technical difficulties, but... All right, you intro and I'll work this out. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> How have you been, right? What's happening? Good, man. Good. And as always, Rugby League always gives us something to talk about, eh? Yeah, that's it. There's plenty of um, plenty of soap operas going on, plenty of trade news, plenty of, plenty of conversations around the league. That need to be had, and um, I see you got a good list there. You got a got a bit of bit of stuff to talk about. Oh, there's there is plenty. One thing, just before we get into it, it's the eighth year anniversary of the passing of the great Arthur Beaton. Beaton, when I was a kid, he was besides Who's Lewis, that? he was the greatest. the The word legend gets bandied around a bit too much in sport. But he was the godfather, the origin godfather, the famous story how first origin, they didn't think people were going to take it seriously. And he whacked Mick Cronin in the back of the head in a ruck and the legend was born. And eight years ago, he passed away and he did so much for the Roosters, for Queensland, for the Indigenous community all over the place. He scouted numerous... Indigenous and non-Indigenous boys at the Roosters that went on to play first grade. And I just think it's fitting just to give him a shout-out, the great man, Arthur, who all starts. And the photo that I put on our Facebook page and on our Insta just of him running out in the first Origin 1980, that's always the image I have of him. Did You chucked up one post or was it a couple of him? I put different one yeah. on the facey to the different one on the Insta. Because I didn't realise it was eight years since. I was like, right, yeah. stop jacking off Arthur Beatson, bro. It's over. <laughs> You're not oh, good with time. <laughs> Freddy, is he, long... is he one of your favourites? Yeah, he was just one of those players. Like They show highlights of him when he was younger, and I never saw anything like it then. He was real skillful. He started off as a centre from Roma, went to Reddy, then went to Balmain. Went to the Roosters. They won a couple of comps. He was a do- he became a back row, front row by then. He was kind of like Sonny Bill before his time, if you know what I mean. Not a super trainer, but just one of those blokes who's got it. That's the best way to describe him. Yeah, Be natural. By all accounts, a good leader from all stories I've heard from any anyone who's ever spoken of him said he's um, led from the front. Did what he did. What he did. Went to work and um. Everyone wanted to be like him or, or get around him, so, um, yeah, good on him. So if you're a young bloke and you had an option of a couple of clubs and he came and spoke to you, it wouldn't be a hard decision to make when he starts telling you the benefits of going to Bondi Junction. You'd just, you'd buy in. Straight away, you'd buy in. He coached first grade at Cronulla, too. He coached first grade at the Roosters, so he did plenty, mate. Yeah. Plenty in the game. Coached the Maroons. 
two played and coached. So yeah, nice. Shout out to Beatson. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 else has been happening this week, boys? Nah, same old, same old. Just it's a bit. You're on that. I saw you. I saw. I saw you two were um, both at the gym together this morning. Was it? Oh, was that yeah, that was yeah. righty? Yeah? Bumped into yeah, like, yeah. yeah, bumped in. Yeah, me me in the jet shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pushing some plates so you didn't get on the piss last yeah. night. Nah, not me. I'm old, bros. What are you talking about? Getting old, getting weary. I had to go to work this morning, so I had an early start. And then once I finished, head to the gym, bumped into Righty, and just watched him work out pretty much the whole time. I didn't even bother with my own. It was just mesmerizing watching Righty throw iron, and it was, yeah, loved it. Yeah. What, were, what were you doing, Righty? Bench. Uh, what was it? Hammer curls. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Kettlebell, uh, kettlebell dips. I was going to do some deadlifts. Kettlebell dips. So like weighted kettlebells. Oh, just a kettlebell. You put the kettlebell in your hands like an F45 functional yeah. sort of thing we used to do. <laughs> I thought yeah. I saw you doing a heap of star jumps too, right? Or were they... I, I was getting like keen. Chili, chili yeah, that was, pr- that was me just warming up yeah, really. No, like so you got... So righty at the moment you're running F45 and then also training between it? No, or? I brushed it. I've got to look for a new thing to do because I brushed F45 because in the footy season that was really the only reason why I was driving over. Now yeah. I've brushed it and I can just go to the gym that's probably almost in exactly the same place for 10 bucks a week as often as I want. Yeah. The only trouble is with our gym, as good a place as it is, they didn't have power for three days. So I went there once with no power and was working out in the dark. And so that, oh, yeah. that, that, oh, that was a good time. We had a power outage and it was gone for about five days, I think, and it was hot as fuck in there, no music. It was just... But um, no, nah, good spot, and that's the what gym is it again? Sorry, it's Top Rank Fitness. Oh, okay, Nogra, yeah, that's the new home base for West. Too. That's where they're training. Yeah, so the bloke who owns it, Ben Farley, good bloke. He used to be my coach. Oh yeah, I know Farley. My, yeah, he was my grand final winning coach from sixteen. So he um, he's um been in ties with Pete and Trig and the yeah. higher ups at West. And so and is Ben doing their strength and conditioning? No, Shannon. Oh, because I, th- I thought yeah, Fish was just doing their on field, like Fish doing their on field, and maybe not so much in I the gym. Thought but he was doing the conditioning. Yeah, but Ben Ben's got nothing to do with the training. He's oh, just okay. um, supplying the gym. So yeah. they come in and ask if they could use the facilities, and Ben just opened doors. So yeah, and that's that. And it's not too far from training base there at Mount Maria. So I'm assuming there'll be a bit of um bit of a run involved and get down there. And Have you been down to preseason? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Are you coming this week? I've been tossing it up. I've been working a bit, so I haven't been able to get down there. And then last week on Friday, I had a family thing. And then, so the first week got away from me pretty quick. So I'm still trying to get down, but hopefully I'll hopefully I'll get down tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, for West. Just, like, yeah, and then, yeah. But then we start on Tuesday. Yeah, on Tuesday as well. That was, the, that was the other thing running through my mind. There's going to be five days worth of training if you're going to West and then going to Mitchie as well. Because I, yeah. I don't want to miss out on Mitchie training as well, being with the blokes I'm probably going to play with all year. So, I don't know, it's a toss-up, but... Oh, you just get straight city, bro. Just, yeah, just see how I go. I'm already looking fucking fight and fit. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what more I can do. But. Just for everyone out there, Dano, still single. <laughs> Any ladies that are looking to meet a fine style of a bloke, great utility player too if you're a bit of a footy fan. <laughs> Lives in a local area of Mitchelton. Yeah, I've showered, I've showered next to him. He's got a bit of a dick on him too. Yeah, so, so they're, they're good rap there. Good yeah, rap there. the wrong bloke you're yeah. showering next to me. <laughs> so good <laughs> feedback. Well, I just don't want to shower next to Wexy. Yeah, That's nah, the worst, yeah. right? All the kids. Just like <laughs> yeah. 17-year-old kids. In yeah, he's still got growing time yeah, too. So, so I don't know if I can say that in public, but fucking hell. Stonker. Good on you, champ. 
Oh, Fucking man. Asshole. But yeah, you just up, like after the game, your penis goes inside your body, right? Yeah, While yeah, you're playing, it's footy, yeah. yeah. And then so everyone, everyone, like there's three or four blokes that didn't get it. Everyone rubs it up before they get in the shower. <laughs> Sometimes I absolutely forget because even if I do rub it up, it still looks like I got footy dick. So yeah, I'm walking in with a little toe, and some of the boys are walking out with half a forearm. Like, Oh, man. And then there's those dudes who just don't even shower, don't even get the kids. There's off. a lot of that. There's a lot of blokes like that don't What's ever get on? in shower. Is, Stinky you really mofos. Play, are you really playing footy if you don't have your dick out in the change room? That's yeah, the I only know. reason I play footy. Yeah, and it's, yeah, because like even when we, I think we came through the age where we just showered naked the whole time. You know, even when we we're kids, like maybe you wore your undies, but you're also just getting in the nude. And then I know, I know my dad like would be asking me about. Well, not asking me, but like, oh, you, 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 why don't you guys shower naked? That's weird yeah, as, because yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. over there, the culture is like, you get in the dressing yeah. rooms, you shower naked. They do it at school and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So over here, it's, and now it's weird that when when guys, yeah, they'll pack up yeah. dirty as and just leave. And you're yeah, like, walk straight well, out the door. Yeah, blokes who come in, finish a game, get straight in the kit and go out and piss. It's mm. like, fucking hell, you joking? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's some stinky, that's that. some stinky ass Still got shit. their skins on the next morning to wake up fucking hungover. Fuck that. Yeah. No. The Islanders don't like shit. No, no. they, they usually get their kid on and cruise. Yeah, yeah, those boys, nah, not their thing. The, no. boys, the lads. Jack Hawkins doesn't like showering either, but I think it's just because he's in a rush to get to the nearest train station. Or news agent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rob some fucking news agent. Like do some heroin, yeah. you know. Oh. Hawkins. Hawkins said he was talking about. I heard that he was going to go to another club. Oh, surely not. If he what does club? to West, if he does, he'd be going to West. To, yeah, oh, yeah. to Gav with those boys. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I know Gav does right, Jack. Yeah, yeah. that's all right. He'll lose interest halfway through the year, like he always does, and and cut out. Yeah, that's oh, a wow. shout out to you, Jack. You're a cut. Yeah, Just, you're a faggot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now we'll get on to some actual <laughs> footy topics. <laughs> After we've offended a few people, the back of your yeah. Head yeah. I might, e- I might effort, I might uh, edit the f word out. That I just <laughs> Dana, got any notes you want to? Br- anything you want to bring up? Oh, I just like to. One of the ones I was talking was thinking about was Curtis Scott going to the Raiders. Big move, four good, years. Good on the Raiders. That's a really good signing, but it sort of paints a picture for the future of Joey Leilua. And he'd he'd be in his best interest to be looking around as well. But Curtis Scott, I think he's found a spot there, and he'll play consistent first grade for the next four years at least, which would be good for Canberra and good for him because he is a he's a weapon. Um, a couple more moves around the league I saw were Trent Merrin comes back into the NRL after a stint in Super League. He playing for the he got signed a two year deal with the Dragons. So he'll be he'll be a good pick up for them, and the Dragons lost Luciano Lailua in that deal. He went to the Tigers. That's a big loss because that kid's yeah. good. Yeah, so the Tigers picked him up cheap and on a two year deal. So that's really good pick up for the Tigers. And in that same, it was a sort of a three way deal, and Cronulla Sharks have agreed to let go of Matt Pryor to join Leeds as well next so season. That so opened, that opened the door for Merrin to leave. To Merrin leave Leeds yeah. and then so Cronulla didn't really get anything out of it except obviously um, the loss of the salary of Matt Pryor and then the Dragons pick up their their front rower Trent Merrin was an Australian and New South Wales front rower before he left for the Super League so if he can refine some form could be a, um, a valuable picker and he's um, 
well, he was married to Sally Fitzgibbons, which was a pretty good effort. Just And then she played around, with, didn't she? Yeah, with Tamari Martin. Ah. The 5'8 from the Cowboys. Skunk. Yeah, well. Anyway, she was fucking never going to stick around there for too long. Bloke's got a um, good future in footy, but a fucking rude head, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Jody, I just saw Jody on that. She's watching it live. She goes, "We all know who likes to shower." Probably talking about fat because <laughs> of his fat cock. That is probably uh, true. Yeah, yeah. It's not even showers with him. You don't even go to the bathroom near him. Yeah, so. How will Marin go there at the Dragons? This is going to be interesting because going to Super League can make or break some blokes. You're going and playing a lot of footy. His foot, his form was solid over there, but they signed him with that big deal at Penrith. And he never really looked like playing much rep footy there. Like when he went there, he was a reg- he was regular New South Wales, regular Australia. I think he'll go all right, and that's assuming that I think James Graham will play a bit a bit of lesser role this year. He's yeah. getting a bit old. So with the forward pack sort of declining a bit, they've still got Frizzell and Vaughan, but he's going to have to step up, play some big minutes, especially losing young talent like. Luciano Lua, he's going to need to be big. So it'd be interesting to see when he gets when he gets back and gets into it how he's looking at the end of preseason because he's looking a few kilos overweight at the moment. If he's looking in shape and if he comes out the start of the year firing, I think you can expect a big year from him. But if he comes out slow, I think it'll stay slow. That's the thing, eh? going over to Super League, you can afford to pack on the pounds, eh? Yeah, because yeah. they're all huge over there. They love it, and they, they play that much footy. Yeah. That you can just basically rely on your match fitness because yeah. you're gonna be playing a lot, a lot of minutes, like mm. 35 games. If you stick around for a few weeks of the Challenge Cup, that's a lot of footy. They used to have a weekend at Easter where they where they had to play two games in three days. Yeah. So then they brush that and cut that down because they offer you know player burnout. But that's and that brings in with with Sonny Bill Williams. That it'll be massive load management with Sonny Bill, I'd imagine. He's uh, there's a point I was going to bring up. At the moment, he's in Byron training with Keegan Smith, um, Brian Smith's son, yeah. who is massive uh, <coughs> training into all that sort of natural sort of way of life. Does he like does he train? Um, what's his name? Thor. Thor. Yes, I think he has done because Thor's from down near Ballina. And what's Thor's like real that. name? Hemsworth. Oh, that's right. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah, so I think Keegan trains him too, doesn't he? I yeah, he's ridiculous. And he was at the Warriors and he was at the Roosters, I think, too. His um, brother, Rowan, is the Norse coach at the moment, another bloke he's been around. As And Rowan said in um, a coaching thing once, coaching's in our blood. Like, Keegan went backpacking around Europe and South America and almost died a couple of times. And then realised he had to come back and be a coach. Yeah. So he, Sonny Bill's, he's going through this. What did he die? What, what did he nearly die of? STD. Chili, no. <laughs> falling off a mountain. You've seen that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> falling off mountains, things like that. They're very unsafe places, oh, yeah. South America. Yeah, and the stuff he's putting him through, he wants to take him to another level. But it, And that if, the, if he has one downside SBW with his age, he's, the last few years in rugby, he's got injured a lot. So you're not going to, you don't want to, Squeeze the old orange dry in the first year. You want you got to get him through two years. Would they be better off focusing on Challenge Cup type stuff or big games? Like with those, you're in two minds because Dana and I were speaking today. 
the Wolfpack, as long as if they don't make the finals, that's fine. But if they want to be out of the relegation zone and not be worrying about coming down to one or two games at the end that you could get dropped down because all of a sudden, like London Broncos went up for a year and then were dropped down again, yeah. and that's his spot they took. Sonny Bill's 35, is he? Yeah. Fuck yeah. man, I, I couldn't. I couldn't believe when I saw that. It doesn't seem like he's that old, eh? Like yeah. he's way younger than Clint, but like Clint's the oldest guy I've yeah. ever met. Clint is ancient. Yeah, yeah. He was around when Noah was playing fullback. <laughs> he's just that old. Yeah. But as Riley and I were saying at the gym this morning, talking about the Wolfpack and if they can come out this year, well next year, and get a couple of games up early in the season, and then not be in a position at the end of the year where they're fighting to stay off the bottom of the table. If they're somewhere floating just outside the finals or a couple of spots off the bottom, I think it'll do them a world of good. First year, blokes see that and say, fuck, they they go all right, first year in the comp. And then people start buying in because Sunnyville will drag people. You keep keep throwing money out, open the checkbook up. People will come. Much like LeBron at the Lakers. Yeah. First year, struggled. He was banged up a bit. Now, second year, they're finding their mojo. It's attracted players. Same sort of thing. And those home games have got to be a massive focus for yeah. him because that's where, you, that's where you're getting your bread and butter and that's where you're getting your fans, obviously. That's where you're getting your, and your young fans. Those kids that will see him play, I've just looked him up on YouTube and seeing what he's capable yeah. of. He lays on a few or he puts on a couple of those shots that he can when he when he played rugby oh man when the shoulder charge wasn't illegal right? yeah yeah he just, he just smashing just when he, everyone. When he yeah. first went to rugby at Chulon his shoulder charge this bloke got sin bin they asked the guy afterwards what it was like after the game and in this interview and he said it felt like I got electrocuted oh yeah so wow. he's that <laughs> raw like that raw power of his so uh, the way the Wolfpack are running it this year again, are they going to do a bunch of away games and then bring it yeah, home? Blocks. Yeah, blocks. So they were at Bradford. In. Bradford maybe for a month. Isn't it six weeks? Six weeks now, yeah. A because month or six weeks, I think. And they, they So they would say, yeah, in Bradford for six weeks and then they have a home stand and then they go back to England, but they don't go back to Bradford. They go back somewhere else. Yeah. So they'll go back for another... Six weeks and then maybe Leeds or somewhere like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll be another, it'll be another big city, and then they'll go back. But their home stands aren't as long as their away stands. So if they if they have an away stand for six weeks, I think their home stands only four weeks or something like okay. that. Okay. And then once the season's over, then yeah, it's just finals, and, finals as they go. And that's what the New York side would have to do that's as well. Yeah, well something with like logistics, that. it's no, it's just not sustainable trying to get a side to travel that far every day. There was Fuck. there was an in, there was an article I read. And they was thrown up that they shouldn't be in like the New York side, and same thing should have happened with Toronto. They shouldn't. They should come straight in at Championship level, so like the Super League reserve grade. Because you go in in League One, you're playing against amateur footy clubs, like be like playing yeah, um, yeah. like BRL guys against West, but not as high standard. Yeah, where you people with jobs and that, where you want to have away games, and they have to get time off to be able to fly to to Canada for basically three days or four days and then fly back, you know, where it's just not sustainable. Or in the championship, you've got places like uh, clubs like Toulouse and that in there where they're used to the travel and it prepares. And Toulouse is the only French club in the championship? Yep. Oh, besides Catalans, who's in Super League. Yeah, yeah. And, and they were close to getting dropped at one oh, stage. Yeah. But no, nah, they, they were fine though now. 
and those sort of things where you you play these amateur guys, they're just flogging them because they're obviously got money, getting semi decent players. Now that you've got to this top league, like they've got um, Brian Noble there, and that, and they've got to go through and your mate um, um, McClellan, Brian McClellan from um, who coaches, he's he got a big extension there. He's coaching them now. Who's that? The former USA coach McDermott. McDermott, yeah, I mean, yeah. Not, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got his name. I was going to yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, so he got yeah. extension on Toronto. Yeah, yeah, like four or five years, mm. and those sort of things where you you've got to persevere with these things, but filtering players out like as they've gone through the last three years, I've gone through heaps of blokes, and now you got, you need super league quality players. Yeah, because when they stacked up and they were playing, what what do they you call that? League one. League one. Yeah, yeah. they they were just pants and yeah, it was way it was a waste of time. They only turn up to yeah. win, but the they ball. had to do that way. So they yeah, had to that do that route. And they're the saying promotion. that New York probably won't have to do that route. They'll go straight. To they're saying they shouldn't, but they may have to. Okay, which it'd, it'd be a waste of time because if they're trying to attract higher caliber players and get a marquee signing to ask, I don't know, say, okay, let's just say they signed someone like a Josh Adokar. Adokar's going from running around the NRL to running around in park football fields and things like that. Like, it's hard to draw blokes in when you're going to be just running around like that. Yeah. Depends how much you open the pocket up, but if it's... And like, how old you are too. Exactly. If you at. get... That's why I don't think it'd work for someone like Adokar being so young, but like if you get someone older towards the back end of their career and you're offering them more money than they've ever seen just to come and play park footy, they might might flick a switch. Like Sonny Bill going to play Toronto, he's... In his day, he would have never, ever even thought about an offer from no. a side like that. And now that he's older, he's thought, look at the money. I'm getting towards the end of it. I can go there and make decent money playing yeah, in, a, in like a... Well, Super League's still a great comp, but it's like second rate towards the NRL. So. With, yeah. with Sonny Bill, if you want a blueprint of how to do your career, just follow that one, eh? Like he was so... He's so transparent in everything he did. He was like, I'm going to come back to league, win a championship, go back to union. Like he, he wasn't bullshit, like pissing in anyone's pocket. He just did exactly what he said he was going to do. Mm. And when, did, did what, piss some people off from the dogs, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he walked out, yeah. When he came back, when he was playing rugby... And he'd gone, and he, after he'd left the Roosters, when he'd be in Sydney, he'd train with the 20s and that there because Trent Robinson said he wanted these young fellas to see how you train properly and what what the ultimate professional does and what sort of things you have to do and achieve to be to play regular NRL football. Things like that. That's how much they, they loved him and they were throwing out and potentially trying to get him back. But he's... As good as he is, him playing, he you would have to load manage him a lot more in the NRL than you would in Super League, just for the fact that you don't want to lose him for six weeks at a time when you're paying him big money and things like that. And over there, any game that where he's got any game that he's less than a hundred percent, you'd have to really think of sitting him out because you wanted him to squeeze as much good football in as possible because it's a lot of money and he's your big draw card. Yeah. It's yeah, if he yeah, and drawing plays over. Toronto is not a hard place to get people to anyway. It's a fucking sick city. Like I played up there a couple of times, and they just they they love it, eh? Like just any sport, you know. Just Canada in general's blowing up. Mm. I saw a, I saw a um a thing in the paper that talks about people's ideal holiday destinations, and over the next five years, like eighty percent of people said Canada's just about top of the list. So it's obviously 
a place that people want to go. It's like become a real big touristy sort of destination. So if you can get a bloke and sit him down and say, here, we'll give you X amount of money to come live in our beautiful city and you can play some footy as well. Yeah. Then blokes starts ticking over in the head. It's not They're not just thinking about playing the best level of footy. They're thinking about money. They're thinking about location, all that sort of stuff. So. Yeah, you jump the border, you go to the States. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah it's or you jump the border back so you don't have to be in the States. <laughs> wow. Yeah, coming at me. Yeah. <laughs> so like with, with New York, and that's the thing, you're, you're staying at possibly the biggest city on the planet Earth. We're just living in that lifestyle. Yeah, but the thing is you've got to remember that they do those blocks away. So it's not like you've got to think that you come into a New York team that you're only really a New York team for like half the season. Like you're actually based there for half the season. And to to be able to time your block there, working out the scheduling, where you're not competing with the Knicks, the Mets, the Yankees, someone like that. Like, oh, you're not going to be playing during football season when both teams are playing. And both... Both are in it. They're both the Jets and the Giants play in New Jersey anyway. You know, so things like that where they'd time it. And, like, when you see that thing of Brooklyn where they play near the Hudson, the field right near the Hudson. Oh, it's shit house. It's shit house. It, it looks great in a photo, oh. but it looks like it's just a field. It's carpet the- on fucking concrete. Like, it's uh, it's not even – it doesn't even have those black balls in it. Yeah. So it's just like a straight – it'd be like if we went down to South Bank and there was an artificial turf field there and we played a game of footy on it. That's what it is because <laughs> it's a public park. And then we just kind of – they just clear it off. It's like – yeah, it's crazy. And then the concrete, the actual bitumen is about a meter from the sideline. So you have to bring in the cones a tiny bit. I was I was so I was so disappointed when I played there in that like we played a semi against them, they spanked us. But um when I got there I was like, What the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking concrete with a bit of green carpet over it. Yeah. And things like that you have to play like um where um where the soccer team plays, that's probably where I'd imagine that New York could yeah. play. Somewhere like that in a small What field boutique. is that? Is that the, that's in New Jersey, hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And those smaller... Oh, Red Bull boutique, Stadium. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. In those smaller boutique stadiums where... And if you played a game in LA, you'd play where the Galaxy plays. You wouldn't be going where... You wouldn't be going to the Coliseum or you wouldn't be going to where the Rams' new ground, yeah. new stadiums being built. You'd play somewhere like that. So it looks... it look, You know, if you get your 8,000 people there, it looks like it's taken up a fair chunk of it. Like in A-League when the Raw aren't doing well and they play a game at Suncorp and it looks atrocious. Mm. You know, but yeah. now they've got smart and they're playing games at Redcliffe and that. Oh, yeah. They're when play. they're doing well, it looks good. Yeah, yeah, but... Grand final day, they will pack the joint out if they make it. Yeah, they had their time and they were shit for a while, the old Raw, and they <laughs> sort of got off and now <laughs> hopefully they kick it up and... Turn Suncorp into a palace again. <laughs> Let's just turn this into a raw, raw podcast. You're talking about the just ups and downs it's of the raw. It's a sporting yeah. podcast. Uh, How about that Australian team, eh? Yeah, uh, Australia cricket, um, dominating it, the cricket. You know what's funny is it's a bit colder down there and they put on their cardigans. It's yeah, like yeah, uh, the, sw- the sweaters. Yeah, so yeah. they put on sweaters that like they were made in the 1920s. Yeah, yeah. But the reason is... It's Adelaide. Do you think they get a lot of correspondence what happened in the rest of the planet? <laughs> yeah. No. But it's like, yeah, that that's the way they looked back then. But everything changes with the times. Why hasn't but their sweaters? Like they still wear the baggy greens, but yeah. it's sort of more tradition than anything. That was another question I was going to ask you. With the baggy greens, do they try to wear their their original for as long yeah, as they yeah. can until yeah. it pretty much falls yeah. apart? And You'll see somewhere the, the brim starting to wear out yeah. and things like that. A lot that. of blokes will wear it to a point and then obviously retire it. And that's 
like your first one, you only get a first one. So a lot of blokes wear the ass out of it and try and look after it, and then a lot of blokes don't even get to wear it for any more than a game. And but yeah, it's pretty, when, pretty when those iconic. when those fielders they put on that cardigan, I'm like, ah, oh, it's not really a sport anymore, is it? Like if you can wear a cardigan in a sport, yeah, yeah I, I can see your point on <laughs> yeah. that one. I can see your point. I take that on board. But no, definitely dominating Australia, getting mm. getting through Pakistan pretty well. Davy Warner. What about just, that? Talk um, about the ultimate redemption story. I used to always say this about about Shane Warne get in trouble off field antics all the time. They forget that he got done for a diuretic and couldn't play for twelve months in the late nineties. You come back, you play, you play well. No one, no one even thinks about it. No, when they were all cheering Dave Warner on the last couple of tests, no one was thinking about about fucking sandpaper gate, and that's how it should be. Move on. All yeah. these tosses go. You should get barred. You fuckwits. Get back in your ivory tower where you do nothing wrong. Put your fucking cardigans on. Yeah. And wake the fuck up to yourself. Just shower naked move with on. the boys. Yeah. You know, yeah. they, they, they need Senator to do that. Dress right. Get them around shower naked with them. But funny one about um, Warren is, but, but Warren kind of, he he repped it. Like he was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a fucking yeah, yeah. player, you know. I'm a loose yeah. unit. Yeah. But yeah. And he was the original loose unit pretty Yeah, much. for cricket. And like yeah. no one did that then. No. He'd be social media king. There'd be things up, seeing his Twitter account, his uh, fucking Tinder accounts, and different, different, and photos of him on the piss with his vodka and Red Bulls. It's funny in the late nineties, like my cousin. So when they graduate over there, usually they get they come out to Australia as like their graduation present. Yeah. So my cousin came out um, when she graduated uni, I think, and she was cheerleading for Seattle SuperSonics at that point. Yep. She comes out, and then we um she comes to my mum and dad's, and then we send her up to Cairns with her friend. And she gets back from Cairns and she was like, yeah, it was a good trip. She was like, it's real weird. I was out at the bar and we're just enjoying ourselves probably at fucking that. Gilligan. Gilligan. Yeah. Gilligan. And she's like, yeah. And then this, she's like, this Aussie guy just wouldn't leave us alone. And we're like, oh, okay. And she's like, yeah, he said he kept saying he played cricket. We got, we not got no idea about cricket. Um, we're like, oh, what's his name? And she, he's like, yeah, Shane Warne or something. And so, and then said that, she, and he kept saying, oh, just come back to our apartment and we'll take you out on the balcony and show you the view. That's that was his tagline. Like he was just like, just come back to the apartment, we'll show oh, you the view. That the, not yeah, work. I would have followed him straight away. Yeah, nah, she wasn't too keen on warning. Nah, but it was probably in his fat stage, maybe. Yeah, that must have been because that's not the best line when you got as much no. cash as he does. <laughs> Do you want to come and look at the view? He probably wouldn't have had that much cash at that point. He paid that. Yeah, that might have been after yeah. the uh, twelve months he had sabbatical. And he's not with. <laughs> so he was he was with Elizabeth Hurley yeah, for the day. Nah, he's not. Now have he's you seen? Playing. Do you follow her on, on Instagram? She's yeah. a smoke show. She's yeah. like fifty. That's the ultimate. That's the ultimate. She's ultimate so punching. fucking hot. Still, it's crazy. <laughs> the old, but yeah, with this. People move on. You know what I mean? Like, like with Elizabeth league, Yeah. And with league, they'll let blokes, well, they've only just recently stopped that. Like, yeah, there was a big outside back, Kirasan Arba, played for South when they won it. Big Islander outside back, went to Para after that. He smashed his missus's face against the garage door. He ended up coming back to play. See, shit like that. Now that we crack down upon that. So you can you... What the fuck should a man be barred from playing cricket for because he cheated? Do you think everybody plays fair in the fucking universe? Yeah, in league, if a bloke dropped it over the trial line and it was a crucial game and then he got up and said to the ref, nah, I'll drop them, sir. And he went, okay, knock on. Everyone would flip out at that. Yeah. Like, things like that. 
cricket, they like to think of themselves it's meant to be Australia's game, it's meant to be the gentleman's game. There's enough cheating goes on. People want to win. 100%. You're there to win and you're it's playing for your country. Yeah. Especially with league, though. Like, I'm, 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 when you come over, before you come over, I always look up, like, NRL headlines or something. And it's good to see you doing your homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to put in a bit of effort. But, um... But it's like everything's like rape charges and shit. Like yeah, the yeah. off season, they should just call it rape season from oh. now on. You know, like NRL's in rape season at the moment, so everyone's and, not like and the situation. The situation with Dave Fafita, who knows what exactly happened, but it does seem highly likely that he did slap a guy in the head riding past on a scooter. They need to be. Uh, you don't have to pay thirty grand for a lawyer <laughs> if you haven't slapped a guy, if you haven't done anything, if you're an innocent victim. They need to be smarter. Like for feet is a fucking kid though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like someone should be sitting down with these young fellas. Like for feet is 19 years old. Where is someone to clip him over the years and say, no, no barley, no this, go to the sunny coast, spend a weekend at fucking, spend a weekend at Noosa, have a fucking couple of beers, come home. Reach out to him, Roddy. See if we can get him on the pod. He'd be good. (laughs) He'd be good. Knuckle down, you clown. You got only so much time to make money, and you're a fucking weapon. You're going to be one of the best forwards for a long time. Don't go and fucking piss it up the wall. Oh man! If he stays uninjured, he's going to be the best. Oh, he's ridiculous. Like, look, it's not just him, but it's in the whole league. You see all these young fellas, and even even older blokes. You think would be smarter than that? Just going around during off season and making fucking cocks of himself and getting themselves in trouble and shit like that. Those sort of things. They need some guidance, need some old heads. That's why clubs need to bring in old heads. I saw the Bulldogs just signed Brett Sherwin to a coaching deal to come in and be a halves consultant. Genius. You got young halves, Lachlan Lewis and Jack Cogger, and now that your million-dollar man, bloody Kieran foran has gone, perfect. Bring an old... An older sort of player who's got a head on his shoulders, who was a good half in his He was day. like that classic yeah, halfback too, exactly. Sherwin, eh? You bring yeah. him in and let him work with the kids. Like, he's only going to make your halves better and he's only going to bring a, a stable head around the club, someone who's been there, done that. Why the fuck is every club not doing this? I remember Mark Wozniak talking about when he first went, was playing for Manchester United. He said how he used to have a minder. Like, a guy to come out with him, just make sure stuff didn't get out of control. And he said, after a while... You know, you get comfortable. And he thought, I'm a six foot five Aussie. What do I need to worry about? And he goes, and it was after that that he fell in the drama of doing coke at a nightclub with someone, got busted on that. Shit starts getting out of control. Where when you've got someone there, like when you're in these origin camps, you should, if the boys are going out, there should be someone tagging along because you're at the Coogee Bay Hotel and we're having a beer there. And then all of a sudden, some bloke sees you and goes, oh, you fuckwits think you're somebody. Yeah. Wants to come over and have a, and blue. Oh, mate, either breaks the fight up or grabs a bouncer and goes, this yeah. bloke's trying to start. And then they go, yep, no worries, boys. And it's looked after. Where if some bloke just goes and drops a bloke, it's only remembered as football and knocks guy out in Coogee Bay yeah, Hotel. and these blokes these days aren't just fucking weeds. Like, even wingers these days are fucking units. Oh, look at Bruno They Vala. just go out and... You watch. Like, go out and someone lips off, and you got a winger fucking feeding eight blokes, and then it comes back, NRL player, savage brawl. It's like, just fucking stop start. People out there, stop starting NRL players, stop being fuckwits. And NRL players, be smarter, take a mate with you, look after yourselves. Fuck Soon we'll, be, we'll see headlines that NRL player knocks knocks guy out on dance floor, then rapes him. Probably. <laughs> you know? Are you hoping this is you? Yeah. 
Drill Steve Freddy on dance floor with floppies everywhere. Oh, but like, you, you know, you watch like Wavell versus Palm Beach and they're all staunched up fucking bodybuilders, man. And that, and that, and that ties wrong. in too. These kids, they look like they're going to make it and then it doesn't happen. And this comes to a part like with depression and things like that, where you're making all these repsides, you're in these elite programs, you're going to schools of excellence, things like that, you know, and you think, I'm going to be playing in the NRL one day. Or even in 20s, you get in a 20 system and how many blokes filtered out through. That didn't make yeah. it. Well, that's why it's good they got rid of the 20s, yeah? No, I think so, yeah. yeah. And I was yeah. I was listening to um, the Horoscope the other day, um, Justin Horro's uh, podcast, and he brought up, he was talking about Gerald. Okay. They were talking about blokes who should have made it. And he and he goes, this is not a... And he goes, oh, Gerald, yeah, he's not saying he didn't make it. He goes, mate. He had it all, Gerard. Yeah, yeah he, he would have. He been. said he might, and he said fifty games. Gerard played sixty. He goes, mate. He was playing for, he was playing for Australia. He was playing for Origin, and Horoscope was knocking on the bench. And he goes, I'm knocking on the table now. He was like this, man. He had it all. He goes, and then, and Isaac John was there talking to. Him. He goes, yeah, I know Gerard. He goes, yeah, he's a good guy, and things like that. But and um, and he told this story about 2013 when Manly lost to GF because you know how. Gerald and Chaz are good mates. Yeah. The Manly boys hire out a um a unit down there down there near the um near the Corso and that and it's kinda like old boys drinking and the young boys are drinking downstairs. Um Chesar invites Gerald along and like he just like a couple of the older boys, what's doing? <laughs> yeah. And some blokes are like that. Where at Mitchy, if we're on the drink somewhere on a silly Sunday, we could not give a rat's ass who turns up. Yeah. We're at the pub drinking or at the club drinking. Yeah. Feel free to come along and have a beer if you want. If you if you supported us, you watched us, even if you didn't know us and you just wanted to drink booze. And you there's could, plenty of them coming Yeah, out. you could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Or if we were sitting in the, like, you know, everyone decided to go to the cacao standing around pissed on a Sunday Arvo, it wouldn't be, no, nah, no, nah, your mate can't come and sit at our table. No one would care. Yeah. But some blokes are like that where if I, had a, if I had a mate playing someone and they won a grand final they'd come have a beer, I was like, yeah, mate, I'll catch up with you for a bit. Like, you know, yeah, that, some, that never ends well. You get a mate who wins a grand final and says, come have a beer. You end up having a thousand beers and you're a week later you look like Clint Dolan did this morning. <laughs> Freddy Krueger. Yeah, yeah, he Freddy was Freddy Krueger, man. Yeah. The thing with Geraldo, right, so if he stays, if he doesn't fuck his ankle... How I, good would he I, be I now? I see him seeing breaking the, all those greatest, records. You know, like the, the, but the thing with origin. The, maybe playing center too because he, he was a big, strong bloke. He didn't, like we talk about having it and not making it. Gerald didn't do it to himself. You know, he wasn't one of the ones who went out. Yeah, he was just got unlucky. Him, got himself in trouble and then he didn't go out and bash any cunt and do this and and he was a bloke who, and he was a bloke who enjoyed yeah, a good time in exactly. that but he wasn't getting into trouble and there are plenty we, of blokes Thiday I see Thiday out all the time there was one season he got injured early and he was at the Normanby oh, 2007 every Saturday night that I was there Sam Thiday was there boozing it up so every Saturday night yeah it was yeah, actually every yeah. Saturday night yeah. and things like that like every time your local park footy boys would be out you'd see him and he'd just be another dude there if you didn't follow in the NRL, you just go, hey, geez, we see that big dude here. You're like, like, there's that Elko. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you see those? He's only got women around him too, that guy. Who is he? And things like that. If you behave yourself, and you've got to know how to pick and choose where you go. You know what I mean? If there's a reputation, say, like, say the EH, which is a good pub. Say that had a reputation as there's a lot of clowns there. You wouldn't go there for a drink. Or you'd go somewhere where the bouncers knew you a bit yeah, and they'd just let exactly. you chill. And, and then go. we still got kids going to Bali every fucking year mm. where there's just fucking clowns everywhere. And not even just fucking a stri- like 
other tro- other yeah. tourists over yeah. there. Just I know, the like locals, everyone. Yeah, with, look at that. With random. Mitchie, I know we we don't like drinking with our fans, you know. So we don't. We usually try to pick spots that our fans aren't. Yeah, we got a lot of yeah, fans, yeah, so we got to say we're <laughs> avoiding like three people. <laughs> let's just say, yeah. let's just say our fans don't like drinking with us. Yeah. See, that's the, the beauty. Fans can't Crossy, keep up the week. Crossy doesn't yeah. like drinking with us. <laughs> <laughs> The beauty of the West Mitchie Footy Club, you can just stay there and keep drinking. You're going to get in less trouble staying at the clubhouse yeah, and drinking. That yeah. shuts that shit down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're in less chance. And then when you want to go home, you just call your Uber, walk out to the car park, and you go home. Yeah, or you walk across the field and then fall asleep on your couch two minutes after leaving. I was talking to Corey today. Like, Corey messaged me earlier today. Um, he sends me. So what Corey does, so just say, if I ask you a question, right, you start talking to me, and he'll just do these ones. And pretend to fall asleep it's the most fucking annoying thing ever and he always gets me on it and then i try to do it back to him and he's like bro and if i do it back to him then he'll go i'll go sleep and then he'll go and sleep straight away but he sent me one uh, video of his his missus talking on the train to him and then he flips the screen around and then goes <laughs> but right yeah i was talking to cause and he goes how's your streams at and I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, we're getting up around that 200 streams of episode now. And he goes, all right, when it's a thousand streams, I'm moving to Brisbane. I'm being a regular. That'd be good. Yeah. So get we get calls. Yeah. How good would he be? Uh, yeah. yeah shout out to the man. I'm sure he had some involvements in get, hooking up me. <laughs> well done, Corey. You're the man. So we better hit up this thousand streams, eh? I'm sure. I know. He'll be gutted. We only need 800 more each episode. Here we yeah, go. We're close, man. We're close. Yeah, no, I've listened close. to some podcasts and they put a fucking glass eye to sleep. They aren't, <laughs> they aren't problem solvers in the universe like us. You know, good good loved by the people. Yeah. Well, we I can, think so. Uh, the reason when I message you about the Facebook is um, Billy, um, he's our tour manager for US. So he like organizes everything, like we all flights and all that. He messages us and he's in. Is he American or? Yeah, yeah, he's American. So he's from um, Mayhem. Oh yeah, yeah, Tampa Mayhem. Yeah, yeah, so he go. He messaged me. He goes, "Freedy, you got to make a Facebook page, mate, so I can share it way easier." He goes, "Cause he started listening to it." He go, he, he was like, "It's fucking hilarious." You got to start, and he goes, "Facebook page," and that's why I was like, "Oh, we should," and then just live it, you know, yeah. every time. So that's and a, that's the thing because there's some I noticed when just uh, went live for half the episode last week. A lot of people I didn't even know had watched it. Yeah, and then the great man. Craig Ingebrigtsen gives us a plug at West Training, so let's hope that. Should we answer some questions? How many people have asked questions? Yeah, I just, I just got a message just then from Mitch Fraser saying, "Is Freedy wearing one of Offerdale's shirts? It looks a bit massive on him." No, this is this is <laughs> from a man who's a human a- corner post <laughs> who, who looks like he passed a H oh, <laughs> an AIDS test. <laughs> Test making me dead. <laughs> Where is that man's muscles? <laughs> he walks into the gym. Blokes put twenty kilos either side and start deadlifting him. Now <laughs> he's start probably out searching again. for another team that's just going to win a premiership yeah, and yeah. jump on board. No, no, he doesn't do that until halfway through the season. Uh, he waits till they, waits to find out and then. Nah, but pays. I got this off. Righty gave this to me as a present last week, so I'm repping it, mate. And Denver Broncos aren't doing too well, so I'm trying to up up their stocks. Yeah, you know? we got we got uh, charges tomorrow. Oh, yeah. big game tomorrow in the NFL. Ravens versus the Forty Niners. That could be a, that could be a Super Bowl preview and a lot of a lot of combinations still to go. But that that they'll be both right up there. I wouldn't be surprised if both these sides are in their respective championship games. Yeah. You know that doesn't take Nostradamus to work that one out. But mm. Ravens are the hottest team in the NFL. I'd be uh, they've got to be due for a loss. In charges too at the moment, aren't they? They're going shit out. They're, they're going shit out. They're about two games better than us. Oh. They're terrible. Who am I thinking of then? 
Phil Rivers is probably oh, he's yeah. almost he's thrown heaps of picks this year. He's like second or third in the list <laughs> in picks. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. All right, well we might get a win up then. Be good. We knew some. And activating the young rookie quarterback. I sent you the link today. Oh yeah. Yeah, Drew Lock. Yeah, they just yeah actually a rookie. Oh sweet. So yeah, giving him some game time, and now's the time to blood someone at the high level. All right. All right. We got some questions. You want here, some mate? Questions? Yeah. Let's just, go. Some just questions. talk, and I'll, I'll yeah. get it off on the screen. Yeah, um, no worries. I saw also during the week, Roddy Gabbard, uh, that Jahmet Shibasaki got picked up oh, by yeah. Newcastle. Oh yeah, I saw that. I Newcastle, they have um. I read something somewhere they had intentions of playing him in the back row next year. Really, he's not yeah. a big rig. Nah, I, he is. He's up over ninety something kilos. So yeah, so surprisingly, yeah. Yeah, but um, so that's another out for the Bronx. So it does look like they've got some sort of intentions of of either using Boyd in the centres. I would think so. Yeah, or, I think that's the best spot for him if you want his talk. And but we keep forgetting that Jack Bird's still at the club too. Like, oh, Bird, we... yeah, Bird will start center. Yeah, but then what do you do with international center Katoni Stag? You know, like Stags. Yeah, there could be someone missing out, or do or Stags? Oh, Stags can't miss out. He's a fucking. There's weapon. a bit of a conundrum there. Or yeah. do they? Ma- or do they oh, make Oates how the good off the bench? No. Nah, if you look, look at their track record, right? How good is the Broncos at developing wingers, man? Like they've got like wingers and centers out there, asshole, mm. and they all go, they all fleet. You know, we've got so many that there's so many in the comp. That well, who do you play at fullback? Do you play Milford there or do you play? I heard Darren Lockie's been training again. Oh fuck, I hope so. He looks be better than enough. half the Spastics that played for us last year. He's been hitting the TRLs though. Oh yeah, you see, he's got a big uh, up on a big billboard there on the way to uh, Shore Road. How about Field? He's rigging that photo. Yeah, and tanned up, eh? Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be fake, surely. That's oh, it. massively, yeah. And there's our new coach too. There, right? Is that yeah, him? Ivesy? Ivesy. Yep. And All right. Uh, so the, here the questions are. There's three more. Up there. Yeah, right. What do we got? What do you like here, Freeds? Ah, uh, what? Oh shit! Sorry. Oh, well done. Go back. We don't want to see Sandy's Facebook page. You don't know what sort of <laughs> atrocities those touches put up. All sorts of. That's me now, man. Yeah, that's what I look at. That. So I go to your because you put it up. So I go to your. Yeah, Roger that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> know how that works, eh? Uh, yeah, sweet. Yeah, right. yeah, good. Yeah, go. yeah, yeah. It's just slow as shit, man. It'll be Origin next year before you get these fucking questions out, <laughs> clown. All right, here we go. Yeah. Here's six more. All right, what do you like? Look at them. Okay, go from the top, Stanty. Oh, how do you feel about the new NRL boss coming out and saying that Brisbane needs a second team? I saw what? this this afternoon. Read a slight article on it, and you'd have to agree. You look at the ticket sales, memberships, um, average attendance, everything for the Broncos is far and away better than the rest of the league. There's obviously enough, enough. Like of, of a fan base, enough people here, enough rugby league fans around in Brisbane and the surrounding areas to support a second side. Would it be the first place for expansion in the NRL? I'd go Debatable. to Perth first if we're going first, but Debatable. if it's not, it's not first, but it wouldn't be far or first. That's it. So if if it wasn't, if it's not going to be the next expansion side, then it's got to be up there. And judging just by figures, you can't really. You can't really say no, so... 
Yeah, it's I don't, fair I, enough. I don't think uh, Gold Coast is cutting today, so I, I'd move that. They yeah. the, they just want it's See, just relocations, the area. Relocations yeah. hard. But Relo- the thing is, they've got fuck all fans now. When they were having a bit of success, they were getting people there. But you, the thing with losing the Gold Coast is, is that means there's no club between Newcastle and Brisbane. So we'd need another Brizzy club sort but of taking like, up the heat. The Gold Coast don't give a fuck. You know, they don't care about a footy team it's, down there. It's the yeah, graveyard of sporting clubs down there. Like many professional sports, they've had basketball teams. The Suns are really... Take, like you really think struggling. you know Central Coast would take more yeah you know? yeah they'd get people there yeah. and if you say I don't know say they brought back the North Sydney Bears and they shared games between North Sydney Oval and Central Coast Stadium you know would that start bringing people back I don't know but you just hadn't like as far as rugby league in New South Wales go there's that many teams and the expansion we're looking for is dying for expansion outside of Outside of the norm, like that's like Perth's not a bad idea. Another Brisbane side wouldn't be bad either, because even though we've got the like Brisbane's already been founded, still more outside the norm than what we've got. Another Brisbane side would make would bring in people from the greater areas of Brisbane, Ipswich. Yeah, yeah, Red fucking Cliff, great area, Ip the switch. Yeah, that's going to bring in lots of cunt. You just said, okay, <laughs> you just said how it's going to bring in. The Gold Coast is about to fucking die. Dead. Pa-pa. Ta-ta. Like, that's the thing. We've got to be smart with this. This is the this is the bloke taking over saying this, man. I don't know, but you can't move any of them Sydney sides. Sydney, whether people like it or not, it's a spiritual heartland of the game. That's why they don't move the grand final. But do they need to play it in better places for a grand final? Absolutely. You can't go playing. It's at the cricket ground this year, which I reckon is going to be terrible. Yeah, shit, yes. Yeah, like, because I've no, heard but the- I, think, I think that, that um, fucking um, numbers show that Brisbane is the spiritual heartland of rugby league now. It's because we've got one side and they've got right. six or seven in, just in Sydney. That's what I'm saying. But like, how, how, how are the Cowboys ca- crowds now that they're now that they're down towards the bottom? People I've start falling yeah, off. Brand new, yeah. brand new stadium next year. They'll make you win. They need some blokes to win, mate. They've got a pop ta- gun forward pack now. The population They've- of Townsville is half of what Newcastle is. Yeah. Mm. So Newcastle. They get shit crowds too, yeah, exactly. Newcastle. So you can't say that the, 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 the Cowboys are going shit out. When Newcastle get shit crowds, they got more people. you got <laughs> sides like... You look at the average crowds for Canberra before last season was shit house. Yeah. Have one good season, they're back on the bandwagon. Gold Coast. Gold Coast averages 11,000 people at each game. That's more than the Bulldogs. Bulldogs in the heart of, heart of Sydney. But you think, so talking about another Brisbane team, would it be, it, you'd think it'd have to be like, even though Dano said it before, I'd, I was thinking it'd either be Ipswich or Redcliffe. That's like And either way, like I'm not saying it has to be either of those clubs. I'm just saying another team in Brisbane would Would give, you push further up? Uh, if you weren't ready, you'd take... Grab the sunny, the sunny coast sort of area too, which Redcliffe's facilities are better than, as I've said before, yeah. some Something some NRL clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And they've got the the flash hotel. What's that? The Monte Como Hotel. Yeah, just Como, yeah, yeah, down yeah. the road. Everything's pretty close by yeah. for you to do to get it all happening yeah. if you're in a way. I tra- like I trained at Redfern down in the nines where they trained. Yeah. It's a lot better than when they ever played there many many years yeah, ago. Yeah, but yeah. even that Redcliffe's oh, better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's a lot better than when they used to actually, the Rabbitohs used to play there. Yeah. And things like that. I've got to work this out. Brisbane will tap in, but if all of a sudden we get two Brisbane clubs, where does that put the Titans? I would, 
They don't want to lose the Gold Coast, but you've got to give it reasons to keep going to the Gold Coast. We're going to lose a big bush uh, country rugby league population if we leave the coast. Success, but will success will breathe life in any side, and the Gold Coast have may, been making leaps and bounds over the off season to, to try and Holbrook. A lot depends Holbrook, on Holbrook, Mal Meninga. Um, re-signing oh. AJ Brimson, young talent. They just re reinstated their offer to Jai Arrow. They're trying to keep all the pieces in line to be successful. So if they can come out and have some success over the next two seasons, because I doubt there'll be expansion within the next two years, the next two seasons, if they get anywhere near the finals and can hold their ground against some of the top sides, then the expansion comes. I'm sure they'll they'll keep their feet. They'll keep but their head above water. I heard, I heard from a source the other day. What's your source? Yeah, uh, tell us, yeah. tell us. Someone involved at the bunnies and they shower, and they're very confident Arrow will sign. Oh yeah, if they they're just sort of it's it's all on the Burgess money. But like with this is where he hasn't gone yet though. Oh. This is where Holbrook and that got to, and Meninga got to go, brother. Listen now, this the future's yeah. looking good, and it's that, your future. That's the, the future's around you. Yeah, you're a local lad. You went to you went to Kebra, you know, and you grew up in on the coast. You want to make it strong again. We need lads like you around. But yeah, just imagine like one of the Queensland Colour Clubs, right? Imagine them getting into the NRL and that support, that core supporter base would be so hectic. Yeah, like, because they, they can they'd follow be... it from the start. Can you so, imagine yeah. if, say, one of them real traditional, like ready, wheelbag ready, but if they got in, there'd be a lot of people jumping Jump board, on. their membership, yeah. and they've got those people there like those. Um, they've already got a ginormous membership and they're a Q Cubs, yeah. Q Cubs. I'd imagine if they went in the NRL. Yeah, ready picture don't need them, any favours. They just you know. picture them playing. Like the Broncos at ready, they'd have to move yeah. that to Suncorp. They'd have to go to Suncorp with a game like that, I'd reckon, and get like similar to Magic Round. Yeah, you know? I think I think they'd still have it ready. Yeah, just just for the atmosphere, just like just like teams taking games out to Leichhardt, um, Brookie, even like smaller smaller grounds, taking games to Central Coast Stadium. Imagine Bronx versus yeah, ready packed house at Dolphin Stadium. You fit twenty thousand in there these days with with the new stand. It'd be chock a block, and the atmosphere would be fucking unreal. But that's a long way away. Yeah. That's if, Re- if that's if Redcliffe were the next, and that's if they had enough talent to even stand yeah. up to the wrong. If we're going to do it, they've got to decide. It's it's got to be either are we going to the Western Corridor? Remember they were pushing, or yeah. up there the Redcliffe Sunny Coast type region. Yeah. And would they play? You know. You play some troll games at the Sunny Coast Stadium and that sort of thing, like to grab those fans on board. Yeah. Well, there you go, Jay. Says your forty yeah. minutes reply to your question. Yeah, we should probably brush the um the major long replies here. We'll get through a couple. What's uh all three of you guys' best moments of two thousand nineteen and worst two thousand and nineteen for footy? Are we talking? What What are we going to go here? We're going to go our personal footy or NRL maybe? NRL. All right, NRL best moment as much as. For me, I haven't really thought about it, but just watching James Tedesco play this year, watching him win fucking everything, and watching him just dominate in everything he did. He was in everything for every jersey he put on. It was pretty special. And he was... And that's also going to be my worst, because he fucking destroyed yeah. Brisbane, destroyed Queensland. He, um, he was unreal. The, yeah, the Roosters being able to go back-to-back, I'm far from a Rooster supporter, but they were running on borrowed time in the end. They knew they didn't have much petrol left in the tank and they got across the line. People can complain about 
refereeing decisions, which in the end was the right call. He made the wrong decision and it got changed to the right one. They still had to go 90 to win it. Them winning, you've got to give them full credit. The coach and staff, Adam O'Brien's now gone to the Knights and and I'm sure they'll improve a lot with him there. Trent Robinson, I think that edges his name up there with the great coaches in this game. He's got to be getting there, surely. You know, things like that. And other great moment, uh, Sammy at Brookie, backs to the wall. And they beat the Sharks, yeah, and in a boutique stadium where, yeah. where if they play that somewhere else, who knows whether, you know what I mean, if people are going to lift the same yeah. way, all those young guys that were playing, things like that. Worse, what worse, yeah. The worst moment, seeing Queensland lose the lose the third origin when they came back, when they came back from the dead. Basically, they were gone, they got back out of it. Unfortunately, the tide turns and our depth's being tested. Fucks me, we've got to find a centre. We'll find a few things. Yeah. We'll weigh down on troops. That's next but, year's problem. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. What about what you, Oh, uh, I reckon for me, obviously being a Broncos supporter, I like seeing the way that we formed our, our middle. Like I like we see for feed and we see Haas. I think that was the highlight for Haas me. Was yeah, be my highlight. He's fucking crazy, man. His rookie season was yeah. yeah. It's hard to believe unreal. he can do that. Stuff. And he's got to be by the end of his like if he keeps going at this rate, even for another two or three years, he's got to be starting to look be looked at as one of the greatest front rowers of all time and Athletically, I, know I know it's early to say that yeah. but if, I, if he was if he was that good in his rookie season imagine what he could be with two or three years like say 60 games of when, NRL he, under when he tightens goal. up his defense a bit oh. and things like that you like on those little things that come when you've played 50 odd NRL game yeah. you? and I think I think the low point for me is is that we still we still seeing these these fucking players that are getting into their prime and then they get cash cowed like yeah. out to Super League and stuff I hate seeing that eh? like I think there's still got to be more there's got to be more money in the fucking bank to keep these guys here because we look like we're losing a lot of players this year to Super League mm. um, and it's because they're, they're obviously their stock goes up so they can grab them so and they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're setting themselves up for the rest of their lives so Which I think we do, should we, yeah so one other what about thing, the, only... the NFL dream is it the right or wrong thing to want to chase your dream I oh, know the way that I think the way that the, that uh, um Val did it. Val did and it. Was he, spot on. he felt, yeah. and in the end, he realised he had to make that decision. He couldn't wait, or he or he didn't want to wait. The Cowboys would have put it on him. We, you can't wait till January, yeah. like, yeah. And, and make a decision when the se- when the season finishes around Christmas Day and things like that. Another uh, another somber moment for me was just looking at how many, how much experience retired this year. How many, mm-hmm. like Sam Burgess, Greg Inglis. Matt Scott, Jeez. Scott Bolton. Fucking like, good footballers there. There's like thousands of games of rugby league experience left a game this year. And even, as you were saying, like blokes going to Super League, like James Maloney's played a lot of footy. Even younger sort of players, Manu Ma'u's a freak, gone. Blokes like that. Sean Kenny Dow, as much as he's a fucking spastic. Yeah. Played a lot of NRL, scored <laughs> a lot of tries. <laughs> And now he's gone as well. Like, I saw Cam- um, what's his name from Canberra's going as well. Oh, Rapana's going Rapana, to rugby. Yeah, he's going to Japanese rugby. Yeah, things like that too. And blokes like Bolton, who's not a superstar, but he's he just a toiler. Just works. He would all not, he worked for years. He would not have been like one of the standout guys that they would have thought would have made it. There'd be plenty of blokes. Oh, he's not that good. 
but perseverance and he's been there he was playing young guns there in the mid 2000s mm-hmm. and now he's retiring now bit yeah, of a late bloomer too. but yeah all right so travis broncos harding yeah. says uh how do you reckon brady croft will go with Mil- uh, milford that's assuming that Milford, together, Milford could play fullback because he's a runner. I was thinking Milford a fullback. Well, I, didn't, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. And he needs to lose a couple of kegs too, mm. Milford. He looked like he had his ass Depends. hanging out at times. Depends on pre-season. Sarko looked good for New Zealand. So if he comes out and has a good pre he's obviously Sarko's preferred position to be fullback. Yeah. But I, and I just he's skillful, he's, man. He's like, chasing that jumper. If and, you, yeah. If you just say Brody Croft comes into the Broncos as that halfback that we haven't had for years you know like that mm. traditional halfback that's just yeah. going to guide the team around and then Milford just plays off the back of it I think he, they kill it you know yeah. like yeah. even with Ben Hunt I thought Ben Hunt and Milford worked well but still Ben Hunt wasn't enough as of a traditional halfback to so they you know it didn't they didn't bounce off each other as yeah. well as like they they probably should like you need that like Peter Wallace looks like an absolute game killer with Darren yeah, Lockyer yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah Shane Perry looked like an absolute game killer yeah. with, with Darren Lockyer too. I'd be a game killer. You, get, yeah. you, you find the balance. Yeah. Like at the Sharks when they had Jeff Robson and Todd Carney. You had the smart bloke, steady and influence who wasn't a superstar. And, that, yeah, and that's what I mean. And like, a super talented yeah, guy. Exactly with with right. Hunt and Milford, they're both, they're both electric, you know. They're both electric like kind of game breakers. And then you don't you don't have that, just that settle things and down. exactly like and, every side James Maloney ever played in. He's just steadied the ship every time and then just let the other bloke play off him. And yeah. then that's it's why like he was so successful. Voorhe and Scraper. One, you know, <laughs> one's very talented. <laughs> the other's talented. One's very hard to like. And the other bloke scraper. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think I think that it's something to like. They'll obviously trial that. And yeah. Like they'll they'll mix an, and match. Yeah. Something to He'll, keep an eye on. I think through trials and through. Hundred percent. Yeah, because that that's um, all those playmakers and those middle yeah. playmakers. They will get mixed and matched a lot. Here's one. Triggs goes. Dane Adams, tell everyone why you like training with Adam right at the gym. <laughs> yeah. Um, Righty's a decent training partner. I only catch him on the off occasion when he, well, yeah, when he shows I, I up. I PT'd him a fair bit and he goes hard, man. Just, he um, goes nuts. It's, it's, it's more about the yarns. There's not too much training happens. We just sort of get into a yarn and then that's about it, eh? Um, <laughs> I try and brush him every now and then with the headphones on and he brushes me back and then we just, yeah, get on with business. But. <laughs> well, you're getting lit up here, Dana. So Jake Morris... Rumour has it you're pushing 95 kegs big off-season or trying to move away from utility into the front row. Um, 93 at the moment, thanks, Jakey, not 95, so you can have the those other two. You're 93? But, yeah. Wow. I'm like a greyhound, all dick and ribs, champ. <laughs> you know, cock but, and um, ribs. Yeah, I'm not, too, I'm not too worried about moving away from the utility role, but... Um, it'd be nice to so maybe bunker down a position this year <laughs> instead of fucking... Playing four or five different ones each week, but oh well, we'll see how we go. See what the the great man Clint Dolan has in store for me. Yeah, well he's yeah him and Righty, and we had a fucking coaching masterclass the other night. Yeah, we? it was good. Um, yeah. James James Coogan socks down or up? Up, up. So the reason I wear them down right is because if I wear them up, my legs are so short, and I feel like it adds to looking like I'm shorter. So I wear them down, so it makes my legs look longer, so I look taller. That's the only reason I wear them. I always wore my socks up, and then this year, last year, I sort of started wearing them halfway. So I'm sort of on the upside, but I'm sort of, I'm not a high sock guy. I just get it just down, sit around the 
the lower side of my ginormous calves, and then there, that's where they, they yeah. just sit there because well, my calves are so shredded. This year, we're going to do ankle sock round. So, we're going to all wear ankle socks in one of the games as well. Yeah, nice. That where was, do you get these interesting ideas from? Like, well, I just, a lot of free time I just think, what would the guys like least to do? And so, I'm like, yeah, that'll yeah. be hilarious. If ankle sock, like headgear round, they fucking yeah. hated it. Every, but I went to Amart yeah, and I bought $9 headgears. Yeah. <laughs> And then, the so kid. I was like, ankle ankle sock around. Everyone fucking ate that except for me and Scrape. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the spirit. And the great man Andrew, he's coming back. I think so. I haven't talked to him, but last I heard, yeah, yeah, fair especially enough. if we have an ankle sock around, it'd be keen. Yeah, he's a big fan of ankle sock. I'll go ask him on the way home. He's chilling out at the bowl at the gap, so I'll just um just drop in there and see him. Listening to Pantera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got his Etnies on. His Walkman. He loves it. <laughs> have you guys got any more that you? Any other questions there? Um, that that at, um, Gleason goes Golden oh, Triangle. We talked that. Yeah, last we talked week. that last yeah. week. Everyone, everyone had a different view on it, but that wasn't there. So what a else? Bit of a beat up. And uh Jakey, will Ivesy's boot camp style coaching bring Mitchie a premiership in twenty twenty? Let's hope so, because we've got to be fit, and Blake's got to buy in. If Tell you what, yeah, could, can only hope. If Kano's recruiting now, that day, bro, I hope you fucking recruit, bro, because we're going to be <laughs> stacked. Yeah. yeah, and we'll see what West drop back. We'll see how those guys come back and how they fit in. And then uh, we, we've got dates for the Gundy game. Mm. So I think around the 14th of Feb. Valentine's Day in Gundy. Where, where no, they no, here. They're yeah. coming down here. Where yeah, we, put them up at the pool. We'll probably play at Mount Maria yeah, if they yeah. can do the afternoon, the Saturday Arvo. I'll, I'll hit up Mount Maria to see if we can use that field. Yeah, right. Because yeah. I was going to say, it'd be kind of shit to get all the way here to play on field too. Mitchie. Oh, man. Oh, yuck. Yeah. yeah. That wouldn't be pleasant. No one would leave with decent ankles. It'd just be a bloody slaughter fest in everyone's legs. Well, that that's all the questions, boys. Nice. Sweet. Anything, anything else anyone's got to add? Oh, Latrell Mitchell. Still. I don't, I don't begrudge the kid chasing money, and he's doing what he's best, but I do question the people advising him <laughs> yeah, and his management, throwing up rugby union, shit like that, <laughs> and it becomes a farce. If you are talking to possibly to all these clubs or which you you know we all know he's good enough and to possibly rugby keep it in house it's like you're trying to draw more money out of out of team but then the tigers come out and say yep we've drawn an offer then they speak to the the ceo the new ceo and he goes oh if his manager was to contact us, that offer would go back on the table and things like that like people as a fan you don't want to see these soap operas played out you just want to know, is he staying, is he going, or where's he going to? Latrell's management's not doing him any favours. Fuck like, no. There's poor kid. Like, well, he's got, he's still, everyone forgets he's still got 12 months to run at the Chooks. So he's got a club for next year. People are sitting there going, oh. And how old is Latrell again? He's fucking young, 22. eh? 22, no. yeah. And they've had him for 300 grand. 300 yeah. Yeah. grand. He's been playing rep footy, slaying it, has now won two comps. Now your manager's saying, listen, you really want to, you got to get what you're worth. But then again, you think about it. The mindset is you've just won back-to-back premierships. You remember the Australian Kangaroos. You had a game of origin last year and you're almost destined to go back into the origin arena next year if you play good footy. If you want to keep up with this success and keep playing for the side that you made your debut with, keep playing for Trent Robinson, who's a great coach, running off the same combinations you've had, which has brought you success, do you take a bit of a pay cut? Do you not try and go... I know you, everyone's got to go and make their money and you've got to get it done while, while you still can, 
but asking a million dollars of the Roosters, who are obviously going to have, they've got to, got to be tied on the salary cap with the amount of talent they've got. Is it worth taking a pay cut to win games? And to win premierships, or is it, or is it just out the window for you? Boys? Yeah, I'd... he's running out of options where to go. It's stay there or go to the Titans. I'm thinking the way and it's looking. The goal under a under a rookie first grade coach, yeah, that he just fucks. Who up. who are your playmakers that you're getting the ball off? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you run, you've had Kiri and Kronk getting the ball back to Ash Taylor who just got called who we don't even know will be first grade it's funny because they talk they have this mad argument in the NFL as well about why running backs shouldn't be on that much money because they're dime a dozen right running backs are dime a dozen it's like your cornerbacks and stuff that are like so so good at what they do and it's like centers kind of is like simulates like a you know like centers are dime a dozen you know there's a shitload of and they turn a mobile back roller into a center yeah Because they, so you can sort yeah. of make a makeshift centre. Like, you look even in Origin, we had Michael Morgan playing centre. You look in, in the Cowboys played Cohen Hess there. Yeah. A bit of a, like, That's it. You're just playing, a lot of blokes can plug that spot. It's not really a, an overly specialised position. Like, you talk about even a position like wing. Yeah, like you, you and Joshy Spears have to argue over that one too. Oh, well, I could play all of them. We know <laughs> that. But I doubt Josh, you'd be able to cut it out there on the edge with the fast boys. But um, you just got to look at... Specialist positions like wing, fullback, the halves, they all work around and then centre's in the middle where yeah. everyone can sort of pay a bit of centre. That's why I think, like, they're your million-dollar man, yeah? Yeah. Like the middle, like the halves, the hookers, the... the even fullback. Even, even talking about, like, yeah, your, your fronties. Yeah. If you don't like have a ball-playing fullback who can lay stuff on, read short sides well, like, Lachlan Coote didn't get a lot of raps when he was at the Cows. But he used to he used to work short sides very well. It's another attacking option, especially if the D you would um would get up on Thurston and that on that side, and then Coot calls it down a blind side and hits a back rower who who gets him a quick play of the ball, then they go off that things like that, mate. Like those subtleties with the skill, like some there's a lot of guys in the NRL can't pass where, and that's where rugby union has us covered because all them rugby blokes can oh. pass, they can all pass like. I was looking at some of their drills on YouTube the other day, the catch pass they use. I'm going to use a couple of those in the preseason at Mitchie. Everyone knows how to pass. And there are some blokes that have got no idea how to just draw and pass. And these are elite-level footballers, you know. That's things. So if you've got a fullback like Latrell, you play Latrell at fullback and he gets fit. He can, If he's in a side that's going forward and laying the platform, getting it to him when he wants it or running off offloads, he could be he could do some serious damage. But if you get somewhere where the forwards aren't getting on the front foot, he doesn't get as fit as he should be. Yeah, but what I've seen of Latrell, he's way too yeah, lazy to lazy, play fullback. Exactly. He that's, can't that's, play. He'll be yeah. he'll be a uh, fucking what's his name? Out I was there. talking about playing fullback when he first came into the NRL, and yeah. he had some big games. Like the Cowboys went to the grand final that year, and the Roosters beat him in Sydney, and he shredded up. Yeah, he was. They could. Well, if he stays him. busy, you he, know exactly. If he's consistently busy and consistently working, yeah, he'd be great. Like you look at. Because you look at Hayne at fullback, he, I thought he sucked because of these. Like you compare him to a Billy Slater, yeah, lazy. that doesn't Slater stop doesn't, exactly. And then you can, but no one does what Slater does. Slater's yeah. close to the best ever. Like he's no Tedesco on board. does. Besides yeah, Tedesco that, does yeah. Sh- even, but like even th- okay, Slater wouldn't have missed that fucking that that three on two in that test when when Tedesco threw it behind the winger. Yeah, Ryan Godrick they lost. 
But I just mean Slater, like the busyness. He makes that like, every time. Yeah. No yeah. one could do what Slater could yeah. do. Like just like when they'd run those little storm plays at Origin and that, and he'd always be there. And this is at the ultimate level. It'd be like young um, Pappenhausen from the Storm. Yeah, and he's Pappenhausen, just, there's another workhorse. You know, he's, he's just, just non-stop. Just he's well. just for two, yeah. Two so years. him leaving, when you're learning off him, you could go somewhere now. You could go back to the you go back to the Tigers. He's a Balmain junior, but you leave this setup you're in. This is like Curtis Scott. I don't know what what he's going on, like what what his mind pro, his thought process is, and what his decision making is. But not that Stewart's not a great coach. But you're leaving a pretty successful situation. Chambers is gone. So the spot's there if you roll up and play solid. You leave these good environments before you're ready just for money. Some people can fall in a hole. And there's been plenty, plenty yeah. to do it. Plenty, plenty of blokes who think they're world beaters and then go out chasing money, get it, and then make nothing of themselves. What That stuff like what um, Horro and Isaac John were talking about, you know about blokes who could have made it, and Gerald was exception because of injury. Yeah. But he brought bloke they brought up Kevin Locke. Sure, you know he just lost his way, and then started and went to England, and then just pissed it up, and yeah. now he's back playing country footy. You know, ridiculous in New Zealand, ridiculous talent, things like that. Blokes lose their way. You leave a system where you're comfortable and you're succeeding to get more money. There's no guarantee that you're going to succeed in other systems. You see plenty of like Bird left when um, Jack Bird left Cronulla. Oh, yeah, he, he was, was playing great footy. Origin side. Well, yeah. Him and Tedesco yeah. were fighting over that position. Yeah. yeah. And, and thing, they, the, the thing is there too, if you leave, you could come up empty-handed. You could come up with nothing. You could come up as you're not comfortable. You're not in the same position you were before. The game isn't fine like it used to. You're not playing as good a footy. But then also, you could go to another club and find a new life and just kick up. This could be from from blokes who hadn't played much first grade to blokes who had played a lot of first grade. And then from from stars, they could just jump their game to a next level. Like Even last year, the key example was that um, Sean's Nickel Clockstad, the fullback for Canberra, he played five or six games for um, New Zealand and then moved clubs and he could have been a flop straight away, but he lucked out and got the first shot at that fullback role they made available when Jack White went into the halves. Absolutely killed it. He was close to their best player all year last year, played in the grand final. was unreal. Kyle Flanagan's an interesting thing too. He's going to the Roosters now. Flanagan can play. He's a talent. He's an on-ball halfback. He'll be next to Luke Keery next year. Well, and we'll and then you've got Lockie, you've got Lachlan Lamb, who's a good player, mm. who they rate high, but they've gone and got Flanagan, so you'd have to think that he might have his nose in front early. Sam Walker hasn't turned 18 for a few months, so he can't even be in the top 30 till yeah. then. And he's coming back from a shoulder injury, but Sam Walker has... An array of skills. See yeah, how we had a lot of us on him. Yeah, see how he develops his game. I saw him play Australian schoolboys, and he was a level above. Nice. But it takes time to develop, and you're only a kid. And he's been training with his uncle and his old man in the Jets' first grade squad since he was 14. But oh, yeah. it's also easy to look at the schoolboys' highlights package and say, "Fuck!" There's been a lot of blokes come through that have been the best in the business at schoolboy level or at like a, at a state cup level and then... Well, Dearden did it in a year. Yeah. Dearden was a standout schoolboy and then he played NRL. I fucking so liked him. Yeah, me too. I, I thought it was good, yeah. I'm not saying it can't happen. Like, there's obviously blokes like... 
David Fafita, he was scoring four tries a game in Melbourne and Cup, and they, now had to, they had to ask him to and hold him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and now he's one of the best fours in the NRL. But then there's also blokes you don't even know the names of that were. Oh, there's a lot. That, yeah, Australian schoolboy yeah, squads exactly. and that. They yeah. were the best player of their yeah. of their year. They were winning player of the tournament at state carnivals, and then they selected in the run-on side for an Australian side and then dominating every side they come up yeah, with. Yeah, 100%. And where are they now? You know, no one never heard of them, you know? And, like, I know in, like, Daly's, Daly Chatter Evans' age group, like in Jarrell and that's age group, they weren't playing Queensland schoolboys or anything, I don't think, uh, at that age. And, look, both of them went on to play Origin. I think Jarrell was. Playing school. Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know about Cherry. He wasn't. I don't yeah. think he was. He was playing like, um, oh, what was he, been North Queensland yeah. or something then? Because I remember Gerard was like real early into like North Queensland Cup. Like, like got pushed through that real quick. And then some blokes can't handle it too early. And some blokes, you get good money as a kid, too good of money. You assume you're going to have a long career. And the average NRL career is like two years or something yeah. like that. There are that many blokes... At the, that have played less than 10 games for yeah. the Broncos over the years. Like, maybe Origin time, you'll drag some lad out who used to be uh flag at Parramatta or something and is playing good at Cup to fill a role. Yeah, and he, Michael Roberts. Michael Roberts played for the Broncos. He was a hooker. He was a ready junior. Yeah. Like, uh, and they got Baldy a few a. injuries. Yeah. Roberts, yeah. Yeah, and he, probably, he played um, a handful of games. Like, So he did well to get to where he was because he just came to the Redcliffe system and then... He'd been playing a lot of cups, so they let him come train with them. Then injuries opened the door for him and things like that. And you get guys like Nathan Ross. Like, he had to he had to bide his time to get opportunity and then injury cut short his career. People think that you're going to go, like, there were plenty of that first year at 20s. There were guys dominating. And I was thinking, geez, he's good. And, and they, then you don't see him again. They think they're going to be um, 200, 300 gamers. But you look at the stats, I think it's... 46 games, I think it is, is the average NRL career. Oh, yeah. And then you, yeah, look, at, you look at all the blokes who are making 250, 300 games. Yeah. So there's all those blokes at the opposite end of the scale. Blokes that have had 10 games, 11 games, 12 games, like blokes in 20, 30 games. Mm. And these are all top-class players, blokes good enough to make a debut in the NRL. There are just too many guys above yeah, you. And then there's just that much talent going around. And blokes... These are all blokes too who probably made their their, their schoolboys teams and dominated and then come up through the system and everyone thought they were going to be the next big hit and they get their chance and then just dwindle away. So it really gives a bit of um bit of stigma and a bit of a push to how good the blokes are who are at the top and that have been doing it. Martin for Lang, that long. Martin Lang was far from a standout. They reckon no one even knew who he was in junior footy. His old man got him down there. He moved to to Sydney with his old man. His old man got him a start in the Cronulla system and he just moved in he moved into the forwards and then took every chance that came and played Origin. You gotta take those chances. Like yeah. um cut um Shane Webke couldn't buy his way into into a rep side yeah, him when and, he was young. Him and Steve Price played yeah. the same junior side and they weren't yeah. like Queensland or yeah, nothing. You, they couldn't get themselves into a rep side and then they, they get their start and they take it with both hands and both him and Steve Price looked at as two of two of the greats in the, in their position, you know, so once you get the opportunity, you, you just got you just got to shower real well naked, you know. Yeah, like, you, yeah, you yeah. you're really big on this. Do you? I'm glad get this out of your system. You're going back to your other job. I don't like the name where you work, but it probably would frown upon this type of talk. <laughs> but like, okay? I, if you're a good showerer, you know, like yeah. if you shower, well, you're real clean well, at least. If you you're shower a good real good well, you've got a good yeah. girth. Yeah, you know? if you're a good shower and you yeah. chat to the people, you make yeah. new friends you in wanna, your shower. Oh, you want to take this bitch out? Give us a <laughs> give us a closing <laughs> comment, <laughs> motherfucker. All right. <laughs> well. 
Okay. We're getting closer to Christmas. Is We're this is this off the top of the dome or no no no? We're only three weeks out. Okay. from Christmas, a lot of people are doing it tough. There's a lot of donation bins outside shopping centres and at people's workplace. If you can afford to give some person who's less privileged privileged than yourself, take that opportunity. And a special mention to the firefighters. Bushfires are the mortal enemy of Australian culture of the Australian country. If you see a little, if you see a little uh, donation tin uh, box, whatever, when you're having a few drinks over the festive season, don't be shy to drop some money in there, drop some notes, because some brave bastards are out there risking their lives to save other people's homes. Yep, and that concludes my rant. Boom! Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. Cool. Cheers, lads.